1: Of radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. You ready? Showtime
0: on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy.
1: Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes.
0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy.
1: That's what the poster said?
0: See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy.
1: Trying to make it out? No. Nope. Because
0: I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time once again. Sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and as always joining me, my brother, Cooper. Cooper, how you doing on this Saturday? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, dude. A yeah? little, little, little tired, but, uh, you know, ready for this wrestling talk? Yes, sir. It is going to be an extreme one because we got a lot to cover and try to do it in a short amount of time. All right. So are you ready? Let's do it. We're going to start with AEW Revolution. Unfortunately, we were not able to watch because we just don't want to pay $60 for a pay-per-view.
1: Yeah, it just doesn't really seem like it makes that much sense. All
0: right, so we're just going to kind of let you know what happened. Starting off with the kickoff (coughs) match of the evening, the Young Bucks retained their tag titles against Jericho and MJF. Pac and Ray Phoenix defeated 14 other tag teams in a Casino Tag Team Royale for the number one contendership at the tag team titles. Sheeta retained her AEW Women's Championship against the Women's World Title Eliminator Tournament winner, Ryu Mizunami, My, uh, Miro, sorry, and Kip Sabian defeated Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy in a grudge tag team match. Adam Hangman Page defeated Matt Harney in the big money match, winners to take the first quarter earnings of their competitor. Scorpio, def- or Scorpio Sky defeated five other men in the face of the Revolution Ladder Match. The Miss... Uh, the mystery wrestler who signed their contract at AEW Revolution was none other than Christian Cage who was greeted to a huge ovation. That's freaking awesome, dude. Yes, yeah, sir. Sting and TNT champion Darby Allen defeated Team Taz in a street fight from an undisclosed, undisclosed location. Oh, yes. And AEW champion Kenny Omega retained his title against number one ranked wrestler John Moxley in an exploding barbed wire death match. Yeah, this match was nuts, dude. Uh,
1: See a little
0: bit of highlights of it like uh Right. Mm-hmm. These guys were uh taking it to each other and the explosions were kinda nuts. Oh yeah. And I heard it kinda ended in a dud. Which is not necessarily a bad thing considering, you know, Moxley was strapped down basically to the mat and couldn't go anywhere. Right. And the ring was going to explode no matter what. So Alright, so we're going to go ahead and switch gears and talk about some WWE Raw. Let's do it. Bobby Lashley defeated The Miz in a WWE Championship rematch. Prior to the rematch against The Miz, Bobby Lashley reflected on the 16 years he had waited to become WWE Champion. He said he would make an example of the A-lister as a warning to anyone in the locker room who dared come down to meet him and his title as the almighty Era began to on the road to WrestleMania. Miz claimed that circumstances caused him to lose the WWE title were unfair, namely that he was forced to defend the title twice in one night, with the second encounter being a lumberjack match. Once the bell rang on their subsequent title match or title contest, however, it was Lashley who absolutely punished his opponent through a, the majority of the contest before driving him into the canvas and making him tap out with the hurt lock. Clearly, the Almighty is here to stay. In the aftermath, Drew McIntyre commented on being the presumptive next challenger to Lashley, only to su- suffer a sudden sneak attack courtesy of Sheamus. Cooper, your thoughts?
1: <laughs> the love triangle is usual with the WWE championship.
0: Yeah, you gotta love those. Uh, really, uh,
1: the Miz is retarded. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry for that language, but I really can't stand him. Sometimes he'll make an excuse for every little thing that he does. Um, When, in fact, the whole reason why there was a second match that night was because he wimped out and uh, took the title and went down the ramp and and got himself, yeah, counted out. Tucked his tail and ran like a little sissy. Yeah, so they just made sure that he wasn't going to be able to run away. Right. And, uh, of course, he would come up with some sort of excuse. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And this whole feud with Drew McIntyre and Sheamus... Mm-hmm. It is what it is, man. It's going to keep going probably all the way to WrestleMania. It'll probably Sheamus, Drew McIntyre versus
0: Bobby Lashley. We'll see. Could be. Triple threat match. Alright, Shane McMahon ridiculed Braun Strowman questioning the motivation behind his being excluded from the WWE title elimination chamber match several weeks ago. Shane McMahon's actions toward him on Raw last week. Braun Strowman made it clear he felt laughed at and disrespected. He demanded an apology from Shane O'Mac. Although Shane did come to the ring and apologize, it seemed as if he had more to say before he inevitably, inevitably took his leave. Later in the evening, Shane indeed called Braun back to the ring after uh, indirectly mocking the monster among men's intelligence mercilessly. Shane put the exclamation point on the ridicule with an unflattering Strowman impression before losing his irate pursuer in a chase through the Thunderdome. Huh. You think Shane O'Mac's coming back for WrestleMania? I'm not surprised. It's uh-huh. a two-night event. They're going to have to field two match cards. Yeah. Yeah. Channel Max is back. And he's picking the wrong person to try to come back against.
1: But Yeah, that's not the right person to be trying to uh, poke fun at. So. Mm,
0: absolutely not. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, they fought in a no-disqualification match. After his former friend-turned-bitter-enemy Sheamus attacked him backstage, Drew McIntyre demanded an impromptu neutrous qualification match against the Celtic Warrior. As payback, McIntyre attacked before the bell rang and set the brutal tone for the entire matchup. The contest was truly carnage and creativity, in which incorporated steel ring steps, the announce table, kendo sticks, the ring steel post, the steel ring post low blows, the vicious Dublin smile, Thumbs to the eye, steel chairs, and every maneuver in both superstars' respective arsenals. Both McIntyre and Sheamus picked up the unforgiving steel ring steps, charged forward, and collided with each other. In the process, the impact took both competitors completely out of action and forced the official to call for the bell. So the match ended in a no contest.
1: A <laughs> yeah, Big shocker there.
0: They beat the holy hell out of each other, and that was that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> these two are... This two are making a really interesting rivalry, and it's going to make it for an I, I interesting. Think it's so
1: cool that you know, like you know, in real life, they're friends, and they're probably like, "Let's let's amp this up a notch," you know what I mean? Right. So. It was.
0: It, yeah, I'm sure it was pretty cool to see. Right. It's probably going to be a major bloodbath. Oh yes, and it's not over yet, folks. <laughs> All right, Xavier Woods took on one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions in Shelton Benjamin. Following the announcement of the new day, we'll challenge Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin for the Raw Tag Team Championships next week. Xavier Woods brought the power of positivity to the hurt businesses, Shelton Benjamin. When Benjamin turned his attention to Kofi Kingston outside the ring, Woods was able to take advantage and roll up his opponent for a small package three count.
1: Hey, that's where it goes sometimes, man. Mm-hmm.
0: Turn your eye just for a second, that's all it takes. Yes, sir, it does. That's what happens. <laughs> Can't you always got to have your head on a swivel. can't always be getting your attention drawn to one certain area. All right. Riddle took on Slapjack of Retribution. After the leader of Retribution, Mustafa Ali, pinned the United States champion Riddle one week ago in a non-title match, it was announced that Ali will challenge the title holder next week. En route to the high-stakes matchup, Riddle overcame the dangerous Slapjack with a bro Derek. Cooper, your thoughts?
1: Well, I mean, was there any question in this? No uh riddle of course he's gonna win dude there's no way they're gonna give slab jack the title because all he's gonna
0: do is lay down for ali well i'm sure this was a non-title match it was just uh trying to slap jack was supposed to try to soften riddle up oh for, soften from, him up yeah oh, yeah ali when they face off next well night. i mean hey the momentum's in riddle's favor so this is all good yes sir Alright, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defeated Naomi and Lana in a women's tag team title championship match. Prior to the tag team championship match, Nia Jax introduced Reginald as being the title holder's new sommelier after he was fired from Carmella and slapped by Sasha Banks on Friday Night Smackdown. That investment paid off. In the final moments of the match, Naomi turned her attention to the meddling Reginald. Although Reginald paid a painful price for his interference, Jax took advantage of the distraction and knocked Naomi off the apron. Before hurling Nana Lana Lana <laughs> to the canvas for the title victory, Cooper, your thoughts? Yeah, man. Uh, Reginald.
1: Yeah. Just always sticking his nose where it don't belong. Looks like.
0: Absolutely. It's uh, they, they
1: really don't know what to do with this guy, do they? No.
0: So. Hopefully, he'll become a wrestler soon. He's very athletic. Go yeah, man. Mac, I so. mean,
1: he's athletic and. It'd be nice to see him. You know, we need some more high flyers, so. right.
0: Speaking of high flyers, we got AJ Styles taking on Randy Orton in the main event. After AJ Styles comments earlier in the night that Alexa Bliss's mind games were taking apart the Viper Psyche and making him weak, Randy Orton set out to show the Phenomenal One why he's still at WWE's Apex Predator. Both superstar fought superstars fought tooth and nail throughout the WrestleMania caliber matchup. Almost pulled Styles out of the ring seconds before Orton could hit it. Uh, RKO, as the Viper stared down Styles' own personal colossus, Alexa Bliss suddenly appeared on the Titantron, playing with her disturbing Jack-in-the-Box toy. She then lit a match and then she blew it out. Flames shot from the squared circle, and the black substance once again spewed from Orton's mouth. Clearly disoriented, Orton fell victim to the phenomenal forearm, and the three-count gave Styles the victory. Hmm. So some mind games, huh? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh... We're going to see Bray Wyatt come back soon. I think i will be here for WrestleMania. They are probably in the midst of, you know, bringing him back. So that's what right. this is all about. And, uh, as far as AJ Styles goes, it's kind of crazy because, you know, I remember back in the day when he was with TNA and I was like, AJ Styles is like the Randy Orton of TNA and <laughs> just see these guys duke it out nowadays is kind of like hey cool right yeah it's a really small randy orton though <laughs> yeah but the attitude the arrogance all
0: so, you know just the persona of it all mm. yeah i wish i had a woman stalking me like randy orton does but maybe not that demonically <laughs> right but it would be nice <laughs> all right man we're gonna switch it up and talk about some aew dynamite let's do it brother Matt Jackson won half of the AEW World Tag Team Champions, the Young Bucks, accompanied by his brother Nick, versus the Death Triangles' Ray Phoenix with Pac. Of course, we know that these two teams will be facing each other soon in a tag title match. They locked up, and after fighting for wrist control, Ray Phoenix hit a back drop kick on Matt Jackson. Ray Phoenix used a big overhand chop on Matt and then a hurricanrana off the apron onto Matt. <clears throat> excuse me ray phoenix is just so fluid said tony Schiavone. uh ray phoenix applied body scissors to matt jackson and then changed levels with a thrust kick to the back of matt's head they battled on top of the turnbuckles and matt countered with a powerbomb. matt punished ray phoenix's back with a double sledgehammer and then a stomp ray phoenix got back up to a vertical position just long enough for matt to flatten him with a two count uh, Ray Phoenix reversed the powerbomb attempt by Matt, but Matt countered it with a sharpshooter. Ray Phoenix got the upper hand again with a springboard off the middle. And then I think that's supposed to be middle rope. Then uh, hit the uh, pinpoint accurate drop kick off the top rope for to Matt. Uh, let's see here. Ray Phoenix rolled through to into a cutter onto Matt. Uh, it was clear both wrestlers were still feeling the pain from their respective matches this past Sunday at Revolution. Ray Phoenix went for a tightrope walk, penalty kick, but Matt draw, uh, dodged it and surprised Ray with a destroyer. He followed that up with a destroyer on the arena floor. Matt blasted Ray Phoenix with a Randy Savage-like elbow drop off the top rope near the, uh, for a near fall on Ray Phoenix. SDU were watching in the stands and were clearly impressed with what they saw. Matt Jackson applied the sharpshooter again. Ray Phoenix barely made it to the ropes. Ray Phoenix attempted to drop kick Matt, but uh, hit Nick instead. Matt evened up with a super kick on Pock onto the outside. Ray Phoenix tried for a release uh, German suplex, but Matt landed on his feet and returned with a super kick. They traded offensive counters until both uh, were knocked to the mat. Uh, They uh, started dishing out chops, forearms, and then kicks to one another. Ray Phoenix though planted Matt with a pile driver and got the pin. Man,
1: dude, just like AEW fashion, starting to show out
0: with what? That was not a tag match. They meant what? That was not a tag match. Was just, that was not a tag. Wow. That was just two e- tag teams. E- <laughs> with one team. Yeah, Cooper got a little mixed up here. I thought maybe there was, you know. there's was right. a little attack on each other's tag partners, yeah. but... Yeah. It was just mainly Mac and Ra- Matt and Ray Phoenix going at each other. But this is cool, though. I mean, it and it, uh, it sets up the rivalry
1: for a good good showdown, and uh, so I mean, it. I think that, that Ray Phoenix and and um, Park totally have a chance. At this.
0: Yeah, they do. If anybody
1: can beat them, I think they could do
0: it. Yeah, it, they really seem uh, um, very well. Do well together as a team, and uh they are, and they're dangerous too. They're not just they're dangerous high flyers by themselves too. So yeah, and they're not when just high put, flyers When either. you
1: put two people like that that are together, and they're actually mm-hmm. good as singles competitors by themselves, right? Ooh, man, that makes for even better tag team yeah. action.
0: And plus, you got a really cool team name there with Death Triangle. I mean, that's pretty awesome, right, right there. I mean, come on, man. I almost want to get a Death Triangle T-shirt, and people are gonna—is that a metal band? No, actually, that's a tag team. AEW. Right? Really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, man. All right, man. Uh, next up, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley were shown drinking. <laughs> 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 Which well, one well, people you know. would watch me drink? Wait, no, I don't. Never mind. No, we don't. We don't <laughs> want that. No. All right, Kingston said he had flashbacks to jail, and he blacked out, covering up uh, John Moxley after Mox's match at Revolution. Eddie, I think Impact paid for that bomb. Kenny, when it came in the mail, did it come with the big bold letters that said Acme? I didn't win my belt back at Revolution. I got all I got was this T-shirt, but I didn't. But I did get my drinking buddy back too. Kenny, the Good Brothers. If you're gonna flash a weapon, you better use it," said John Moxley. All right. So the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, with the Enforcer, as he's going by now, Arn Anderson, with uh, taking on Seth. Gargus, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Cody's left shoulder was taped up. Um, the, his shoulder was injured during his match against Shaq the previous week, so yeah, Cody was in that ladder match with a taped shoulder as well. Yeah. Uh, Cody lifted Gargus and planted him with a running power slam. Cody would then apply the figure four and force Gargus to tap. So basically, a squash match.
1: Yeah, I love them squash matches. Right.
0: Tony Schiavone entered the ring to interview Cody after the match. Arn Anderson was clearly pleased with uh, Cody's quick and effective performance tonight, pointing at his wristwatch and smiling. Cody, let's talk about the shoulder and how you're feeling right now, uh, said Tony Schiavone. Before he could answer in full, Penta's L Zero Medio interrupted him from the Spanish-announced team and using Alex Abrahantis, I believe, as the translator, Penta uh said if cody is the prince of pro wrestling then penta is the lord of lucha libre (laughs) at revolution you lost and had and had it just been you and me in that ring you would have lost more than that match uh you know why penta said he would have hurt cody's injured arm so much that he wouldn't be able to pick up his baby cody heard enough and sprinted out of the ring and into the crowd he and penta began to brawl and had to be separated yeah man you're, you're touching a, a sore
1: subject there when you, you call the man's right. family out like that and especially him being a new dad you know he's very passionate so mm-hmm. you know
0: <laughs> yeah right just not a good idea all right chuck taylor and orange cassidy were at an arcade uh, please, Miro, give us one more match, and if we lose, I'll be your butler forever. But my buddy Orange has a really good idea. How about we put all these arcade games at Regan's side and we put you through them. And then we break you, added Orange Cassidy. Interesting. An arcade match? Might be fun. Different. Strange. Weird. I mean, if you slam somebody through it, and it kind of explodes, would be kind of cool. Right. So sparks fly uh, yeah. yeah, we never know. I guess we'll have to find out if they have an arcade match. Be kind of interesting. <laughs> do, do you have to put quarters in them to keep them going, though, the whole time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just asking. Anyone. All right, after a uh, successful return in his first match since 2015, Sting appeared live for an interview with Tony Schiavone. Tony, let me tell you something about Darby. He is a dangerous, dangerous man. And he takes risks with his own body. And you combine that with the stinger, and you combine with the menacing environment of the streets, and you get a win. Darby gets a win, and Sting gets a win. The murder hawk Hawk monster Lance Archer and Jake the Stink's Robert interrupted Sting. If you won't give us time, we'll take time, said Archer. Well, this is Sting's time here right now, replied Tony Schiavone. We'll see you around, said Jake Roberts. That's interesting. Wow. I'm kind of interested to see what happens with Sting, honestly.
1: Yeah, what are they going to do with him, man?
0: Uh, street fights, apparently.
1: <laughs>
0: Anything else? I don't know. We'll see.
1: He's like the undertaker of uh, AEW right now.
0: I'll take that. All right. All right. All right. All ego Ethan Page took on Lee Johnson with QT Marshall. Ethan Page shoulder blocked Lee to the mat and lifted his his arms up for to show off. Page had a flurry of offense punishing Lee's page. Punishing Lee's page? I don't think that was supposed to be like punishing his face or something. I hate when I don't read over the freaking typing. I really gotta start spell checking that.
1: And by the <laughs> way, we're, we're getting our uh, This information, information comes in
0: from straight from the AEW website, All Elite Wrestling. And I need to spell check it, obviously, before I start ratings. things. Yeah. Alright, Lee's used a hanging net breaker and then a blue thunder bomb for a near fall. Lee Johnson took Ethan Page to the top turnbuckle, but Page body slammed him from up there. Page used a cutter for a two count. Excuse me. Uh, Johnson attempted a leapfrog and landed wrong on his knee. Ethan Page didn't wait as the referee was checking on Lee Johnson, rocking Lee with a pump kick. Ethan Page hurled Lee Johnson halfway across the ring uh, with the ego's, ego's edge and pinned Lee Johnson. Ethan Page continued to attack Lee after the match until Dustin Rhodes ran down to chase Ethan Page away. QT Marshall never interviewed and then simply walked off. That's kind of messed up, bro. Yeah, man. Like, what the hell? He's kind of just left in there to get his butt whipped. Right? Uh, Crazy. It's like, dude, no, uh, no loyalty there, is there? Nope. Alright. Alex Marvarez was backstage to interview Hangman Adam Page. He told Mervez Mar- uh, uh, how he spent Matt Hardy's money after winning the big money match at Revolution. He said he bought the entire Dwight Yoakam uh, catalog on vinyl. What the heck? Oh, my God. He purchased some whiskey, of course, donated most of it, and also bought a new riding lawnmower. Nice. He invited Dark Order to jump on, and they drove off to get ice cream together. ha. <laughs> Wow. Wow, That's awesome. I love it. Oh, lordy. Alright. Tony Schiavone was out to interview Christian Cage. Schiavone was then interrupted when the AEW world champion Kenny Omega came out instead. He was joined by Impact's Don Callis and the Good Brothers. Tony Schiavone left, uh, left to go back to the broadcast booth. Don Callis said he was sorry that the audience wouldn't get to hear from the brand new AEW signing Christian Cage right now because we call the shots around here. And I'm standing next to the king of the death match, Kenny Omega. On Sunday at Revolution, it all went according to plan. Maybe not everything, replied Omega. And then he said, uh let's see. Oh, you mean the explosion not hurt around the world? We're getting a lot of heat. I'm not going to confirm or deny that we had anything to do with that. What I will confirm is how happy it made us to take away what the fans wanted, taking away Tony Khan's chance to create big moments. We took away Eddie Kingston's star-making uh, star-making heroic moment. If the ring uh, somehow didn't blow up, we looked even better because we still walked out with the championship and Moxley and Kingston looked like a pair of idiots, said Don Callis. Omega uh, responded, It's sweet that I beat you and I embraced you embarrassed you leaving you and Kingston looking like losers in the ring while four sparklers short a cor- from a corner post uh, let's see <clears throat> Kingston uh, walked down to the ring callous I know this guy I had you working for me in impact wrestling because I saw the toughness and you had, all, had it all but I had to fire you Eddie because you did the same thing impact wrestling working for me that you do in your whole life when you're closer grabbing the brass ring you find a way to screw it up just like you did at Revolution. That was your moment and we took it away and we laughed at you. And you're a little outgunned here tonight. And because I like you, I'm going to give you ten seconds to get out of here before these guys kick your ass. And that's a quote. You can't get mad at me for using that word. <laughs> I'm quoting Don Callis there. There you go. The countdown clock began to play on the big screen. Kenny and Don mocked Kingston while Kenny pretending to be frightened asking Don to cover him up for and protect him. Omega, what do you hope to accomplish, Eddie? Standing in here with a bunch of guys that can kick your ass. Again, quoting. Take your best shot. First one's free, but you don't have to. The balls. <laughs> Kingston shrugged and then smacked Omega. The good brothers began to stomp on Kingston until John Moxley sprinted out to help his friend, Eddie Kingston. Christian Cage's music began to play and he walked out and down, into the, down to the ring. Cage slowly approached the world champion Kenny Omega and then got in Omega's face. Omega offers his hand, but Christian wanted no part of it. Sorry, Christian Cage, I should say. Omega tried a cheap shot on Christian Cage, but Cage countered it and was about to drop Omega on his head. Don Callis pulled Kenny Omega to safety, and Cage picked up the AEW world title, held it in his hands, and then dropped it back to the mat. Can you imagine what this would be like?
1: Think about it. Christian Cage, AEW World Champion. Well, I want you to think about this. How much does Edge this hurt? Going to WrestleMania. Take on Roman.
0: Take on Roman. What if he becomes the universe That would be interesting. But how much do you think this hurts WWE right now? Seeing Christian on their rival. Being the fact that they
1: were, he was just at the last pay per view,
0: the last um, big pay per view.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy, dude. Um, I don't think anybody saw this one coming, and uh, good for good for Christian though for for wanting to step out on his own and do his own thing. Uh, you got to give yep. the man his due for that. So. Yeah,
0: absolutely. All right, <clears throat> he Hikar. Hikaru Shida, Ryu Mizunami, and Thunder Rosa versus the native beast Nyla Rose with Vicky Guerrero, Maki Ito, and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, with Rebel, still using a crutch to walk. The fight began as Maki Ito continued to sing her own theme on the entrance ramp. She didn't want her performance interrupted. Uh, Ito charged Shida, but Shida used her power to force Ito to the mat. Rio tagged in and splashed Ito in the corner. Thunder Rosa and Nyla both tagged in from their respective teams. Vicky Guerrero distracted Thunder Rosa and Nyla Rose walloped Thunder Rosa from behind. Sheeta connected with a running knee to Britt Baker for a near fall. Ito ran in and hammered Sheeta with her hard headbutt. Uh, let's see here. Thunder Rosa clubbered Baker with the back elbows and forearms. Thunder Rosa climbed to the top rope and launched herself taking down everyone with a King Cancun tornado. Interesting. Ito spiked Thunder Rosa with a swinging DDT. Rebel tried to get involved and interfere with with the ref while the ref was distracted. Instead, Thunder Rosa spiked Ito and pinned her. And after the match, Vicky Guerrero, uh, Nyla Rose, and Rebel interfered, allowing Britt Baker to apply a lockjaw on Thunder Rosa. Cooper, your thoughts?
1: Sounds like a hard-hitting match, dude. Uh, Yeah, pretty crazy. It is. It It was a little nuts there, man little nuts you gotta you gotta love the the you know the athleticism of of the the female talent nowadays right
0: i mean they they go out just like dudes if not better sometimes absolutely bro all right private party and matt hardy were backstage hardy said he signed new additions to the hardy empire the butcher the blade and the bunny they said they were going to destroy the dark order for what they did to him oh poor baby I'm gonna cry. Matt Hardy being Big Money Matt is just weird. It's weird. Um, we want Matt Hardy back. We want you know. We were supposed to get broken Matt Hardy I back. Want broken Matt Hardy. It's weird that he's not even broken Matt Hardy. Yeah, it's it's weird, dude. I don't like it. Yeah. All right. So TNT champion Derby Allen def, uh, defending against the face of the Revolution Scorpio Sky. They fist bumped one another to start the match as a sign of mutual respect. Darby took Sky down with a slide uh, with a side headlock. Darby would then apply a tight hammerlock. <clears throat> Darby would be rolled up by Sky twice, but Sky avoided pin. Oh, Darby rolled up Sky twice, and but Sky managed to avoid pin both being pinned both times. Okay, Darby grappled Sky to the mat until uh, Sky grabbed the rope. He pushed Darby away, showing a bit of temper flare up. Uh, Darby tried to flip off. Uh, Scorpio Sky's back and tweaked his ankle. Ouch. Oh suck. Oh, yeah. Sky covered Darby, trying to put on a quick end to the match, but Darby kicked out. Scorpio um, smashed Darby with a backbreaker uh, across his knee. Darby escaped an abdominal stretch, but he walked into a powerful right-hand shot from Scorpio Sky. Uh, Sky tried another, but Darby dodged it and countered with a stunner for a near-fall. He followed up with a code red on Sky for another two count. Darby charged at Sky, but Sky nailed him with a big boot, and Sky blasted Darby with three amigos. The third and final suplex, sending Darby's neck against the turnbuckle. Ouch! Oh. Darby rallied back though and tried for a topa sueta, but sueseta, but Sky blocked it with a stunner onto the arena floor. Dang! That hurt. Yeah. Sky hooked Darby after a brain buster, but Darby kicked out of the nick of time. Sky hoisted Darby onto the top rope, but Darby knocked Sky off with an elbow. Darby went for the coffin drop, but Sky anticipated it and caught him with a powerbomb. Wow. Sky lifted Darby for the uh, TKO, but Darby cradled him and retained the championship by the skin of his teeth. After the match, Scorpio Sky locked in a heel hook on Darby until the referees ran down to pull him off the champ. Scorpio Sky locked, uh, looked down at his hands and then smiled. Uh oh. Has Scorpio, well, Scorpio
1: gone Sky evil? Scorpio Sky gone
0: evil, huh? Uh oh. oh what shall we ever do? Run. <laughs> okay. It's gonna be interesting to say the least. This might not
1: be the end of this uh rivalry. Sounds like a, a really good match and yeah, you're
0: you're right. Setting up for a good rivalry. Yes, sir. All right, so time for the Inner Circle's War Council. Are you ready? Yeah. Huh. This should get interesting. Oh, yes. When any great army needs to change their course in the middle of battle, they hold a war council. The uh, The decline we've been in the past few weeks is easily remedied. It's time for a new outlook. Maybe it's time to introduce a new member into the Inner Circle, said Jericho. Well, I don't think we need a new member. Uh, maybe it's time we let someone go, said NJF. Just then, Sammy Guevara's music hit. Oh, look who's here, said Jericho. What are you doing? I need you to see this. I need you to show you something, said Sammy. "Uh, You're dead to us, said Jericho. Chris, after everything we've been through, I need you to look at something. Just look. Sammy had a video play on the big screen. It showed footage from earlier in the day when Sammy had placed a hidden camera in their dressing room. It showed a recording of MJF telling Jake Hager, Santana, and Ortiz that it was time to rid the inner circle of Jericho. Dun, dun, dun. That would be Belt from the crudes, <laughs> But I did the voice, so you can't sue me. <laughs> yeah. It's not an actual audio recording. Alright, back in the ring, MJF said to Jericho, I didn't want you to find out like this. Hager, Santana, and Ortiz acted like they were going to assault Jericho, but they turned around and stood next to Jericho. Shut up, you stupid idiot. On behalf of Chris Jericho and the Inner Circle, your ass is fired, said Jericho, again, quoting, as he shoved MJF to the mat. MJF, hear me out, Chris. I swear I didn't want to take over your group because I was too busy building my own. The arena lights went dark. FDR, Tolly, Wardlow, and Sean Spears were in the ring when the lights turned back on. Jack uh, Dax Hardwood smashed a glass bottle on Jake Hager, and then they completely ambushed the inner circle. FDR handcuffed Santana and Ortiz and then lifted them up. Tully jumped off the turnbuckle and helped FTR spike Santana and Ortiz with a pile driver. Or with pile drivers. Uh, Wardlow held up Jericho and MJF uh, punched him in the head. Oh, and MJF punched him in the head with a diamond ring, busting open Jericho's head. Tully picked up Jericho's bat and handed it to MJF, who then rammed it into Jericho's skull. FTR and Spears carried Jericho up the ramp. Wardlow grabbed Jericho and powerbombed him off the stage and sent him crashing through. A table below
1: oh no man that's gonna be the end of Jericho for a while
0: no more Jericho oh no what will AEW ever do without Jericho for a while <laughs> nice little break there, I guess yeah I mean he deserves a break you know or five in different locations. And what's with this new uh, group? What's with all these factions, AEW? Like, for real, I mean,
1: there's just too many. You got too the Elite, the Inner with. Circle, it like, what is this? Dark
0: Order, now FTR. Uh, what else we got? We got the death, death Triangle. What else we got? I don't feel like I'm missing The one. Elite? I said the Elite first. You did? Yeah, the Elite was first, then Inner Circle. Then the... Uh, yeah. The nightmare, whatever. It is. <clears throat> the nightmare family, with it, which is within the inner. I mean, not the inner circle. But within the, elite, it's
1: it's it's just weird. All of it is
0: like, what do you guys do? I know,
1: right? Like, does everybody have to be grouped up? Is this like a gang war?
0: And technically, I guess this is actually going to be the, a new version of the Four Horsemen. Mm. So we'll find out soon about what happens there. Eh. And finally, we return back to WWE for SmackDown. Let's do it. A determined edge came face-to-face with a passionate Daniel Bryan. On the road to WrestleMania, the rated R superstar found himself in an intense war of words with the superstar who will challenge Universal Champion Roman Reigns at a, at, whoa, at WWE Fastlane. Whoa, buddy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, your thoughts on... Uh, Edge and uh, Daniel Bryan have a little bit of war of words. Well, I
1: mean, he is the Rated R Superstar, and he's got to assert himself in this situation because no matter what goes down, he's going to WrestleMania.
0: Right. So, So, don't blame him. All right, so next up we had uh, Rey Mysterio, Dominique Mysterio, and the Street Profits taking on uh, Otis, Chad Gable, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Rudin. Eight-man tag team match. Uh, Mysterio, The Mysterios and the Street Profits overcame the uh, other team when Montez Ford leaped, leapt off the top turnbuckle and defied gravity by changing direction midair and delivered a splash to Rude for the pin. Man, he's <laughs> always so, like, athletic, dude. He's crazy. Right? That dude is just nuts. And the athleticism runs well with that power couple that is Ford and uh, Bianca Belair. And there's that. Who we'll be talking about oh. soon. <laughs> but first, are got to talk about Cesaro versus Murphy. In a rematch from last week between Seth Rollins' one-time disciple Murphy and his adversary Cesaro, this SmackDown Savior ended the contest mid-match with a mid-match sneak attack on the Swiss Superman that opened the door for an absolutely brutal post-match assault. Cooper, your thoughts?
1: What the... Like, why... I don't know why. I don't know. It makes no sense.
0: He's trying to convert Cesaro, I guess. To what mush? I mean, or to be a disciple. One of the two. Really, it's just—it's either I'm going to turn you into mush, or you're going to become a disciple. Either way, I'm happy. That's how Rollins is. I I miss the man. I miss his man.
1: Right. I wish he'd come back. Actual man.
0: I wish he'd come back and set him straight. Right. Kind of smack him around a little bit. Get him to act right, will you? Alright, anyways. Next up, Natalia and Tamina took on Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Tension were apparent between the WrestleMania opponents and WWE Fastlane tag team partners, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, during the Kevin Owens show, as KO stirred the pot. Of course he did, because that's what KO does. Mm-hmm. The frenemies still managed to come together to battle Natalia and Tamina when the boss confronted Nia Jack's new amu- uh, amusement, Reginald, about his being a distraction to the action, uh, though it lit the fuse of absolute bedlam and allowed Tamina to roll up the EST of WWE for the victory. could be your thoughts. Frustrations, maybe? A bit. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, what I wanted to say about Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. he who stirs
0: the pot should lick the spoon. Especially if it's with the poo pot. <laughs> and there, see? I was nice and didn't say a cuss word because I wasn't quoting the anybody. The poo pot. So therefore, he who stirs the poo pot should lick the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> and I Where are we going with this? <laughs> I am just saying. It wouldn't surprise me if you did. But anyways, I digress. Big E took on Sami Zayn in an Intercontinental Championship Open Challenge match. Focused on getting payback against Apollo Crews, a returning Big E took out his frustration on Sami Zayn by defeating the Master Strategist in an Intercontinental Title Open Challenge. Moments after the bell, Crews delivered a vicious post-match attack from behind on the powerhouse of positivity and then revealed backstage that he would challenge him at WWE Fastlane. Big shocker there. Oh my god, I'm shocked. Mr. Nigeria or, or Nigerian Prince, I guess. Whatever you are. Maybe he's the one that keeps trying to email the old people out of their money. Wow, well, dude. I'm saying. Dude. No, dude,
1: no. <laughs> well. We, Anyways,
0: let's keep going and shut up over there. <laughs> Universal, con, Universal title contract signing descended into chaos when Edge is uh, to battle Uso next week to become the special enforcer at WWE Fastlane. After Roman Reigns cast doubt on Daniel, Bryan, Le, Daniel Bryan's legitimacy to challenge him at Fastlane during the Universal title match contract signing, the head of the table, Jay Uso, launched a two-on-one assault of the leader of the Yes Movement. This brought Edge out to the rescue, who soon suggested he be named the Special Enforcer on March 21st showdown. When Jay Uso expressed interest in fighting the Rated R Superstar for that honor, WWE official Adam Pearce decided to make that match official. So next Friday, we find out who will be the Special Enforcer. Yes, this is
1: cool, dude. Uh,
0: Let be it be
1: Edge. Not only that, but it would be nice to you know, finally see the Rated R Superstar
0: on SmackDown again. Yeah, it's been a while. So, uh, it'll be nice. Thank you. Last time he was on SmackDown, he was challenging Cena for the WWE title uh, with the Big Show. Yeah, have A triple threat match that ended up at,
1: was that a WrestleMania it match? It was a WrestleMania match. I'm not sure which one it was.
0: Right. And then he got drafted over to Raw, was challenging Cena and all that fun stuff. Yeah. And, until he got the bad neck. And, and he actually had the title when he was, uh... Yeah, so he's never actually lost the championship, to be honest, So, but he's going after the wrong title now, so I'm just, I don't know. It's going to be the better match, honestly.
1: It will be the better match, but uh, we'll see if he wins. All right.
0: I think if you thing that the Miz was still champion, he'd probably be going after I the Miz. think what, what <laughs> worries
1: me the most is
0: you have,
1: you have not only, you know, um... Paul Heyman, but you he also got J.U. so, uh, right. And who knows if Jimmy's ever going to show back up? So we'll see what happens with that. And you know Edge is kind of solo now; he
0: doesn't have Christian, so, right. Um. <coughs> so yeah, there's that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, on talking smack, Paul Heyman had a few words for Edge in that regard, that he believes that Christian uh, ran away to another company to avoid being targeted by the head of the table. Uh, of
1: course, he would say some stupid shit like that, wouldn't he? <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, this is gonna get very interesting, and Fastlane will be a great build up to uh, WrestleMania. Yep. And uh, I, I'm definitely gonna check out uh, Friday Night SmackDown next week and check that out because that's gonna be
0: that's me cool, dude. Yes, sir. Yeah. And then, of course, next Saturday we'll, of course, preview the pay per view the night the next night yes then then the following Saturday we get to recap Woo! it's gonna be fun
1: (laughs) big man likes these nights because then we don't have to do a full on like in depth with you know the week we give
0: you guys pay per view notes come on man exactly man what do you want to hear the pay per view we want to talk pay per view heck we would talk the other pay per views too if we didn't have to pay 60 bucks
1: for it that's true so there you go that's right just saying. Come on,
0: AEW. We need a network. Right? Like now. All right. Uh, so be sure to tune in because basketball's kicked back off the second half of the season from the All Star break. And it's been uh, kind of exciting going on already. Get, oh, yes. Good. And of course, we're getting closer to baseball season. Yes. Baseball, baby. Gotta love it. Yes, sir. Teams are getting their rosters ready to go. Getting ready to make some big, big changes to the rosters as they get ready to dwindle it down to the 25 players that will take on the rest of the league in baseball. Yes. We've got some uh, interesting rule collaborations going on in minors that we get to discuss to see if we can potentially see them happening in the big leagues soon. That'll be interesting. Yes, sir. So we'll be talking about some possible future rule changes. Um, of course. We'll discuss also the rule changes that are being adopted from last year going into this year, which will make things uh, more fun that way too, so it's going to be nice. Um, And uh, California announced that they will probably allow um, a certain amount of attendance at stadiums and uh, outdoor stadiums. On April 1st. So the Dodgers, whenever they actually have... Whenever their home game starts, they'll get fans in the stands.
1: Right on, dude. At Dodger Stadium. This is good. We're on the move to uh, the end of this... There's a light at the
0: end of this tunnel. Yes. This Mm crazy-ass... Pandemic. Yes. Yes. Uh, Let's see. And then, of course, Tuesday, we get to preview free agency... We get to talk oh, about yeah, some, this is gonna be fun dude get to talk about some surprising releases right? that's happened so far as teams try to get under the 182 point5 million dollar cap yeah it all it went down 8 <laughs> percent right so it's gonna be interesting Uh, so that makes Tuesday a little more fun and of course then that following Tuesday we get to talk about who's site where it's gonna be fun. Yay. Also, Tuesday, not only do we get to preview it, um, I believe starting tomorrow or Monday is the official legal tampering period for free agency. Ooh. Where teams can discuss, can't sign, but can discuss, discuss, discuss and mutually verbally agree to contracts with potential free agents. Be interesting. Yeah, so it's gonna be some fun forty-eight hours. Oh yes, can't wait. <laughs> I'm excited. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So I think that does it for us, though. Yes, sir. And of course, of course, we'll be back Thursday with worldwide, worldwide sports. sports talk. So there you go. Yes,
1: sports talk. Yes, I gotta remember that. I always say worldwide, worldwide. sports worldwide. Talk.
0: talk with Cooper and Big Man. <laughs> All right, so that will do it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep on talking talking sports. sports.